Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. Today's guest is a woman who, after being laid off from her job of over 12 years as an advertising executive working with Fortune 500 corporations, she decided to create a legacy by making an impact in helping women of color to escape the corporate hustle and to build the CEO life. And her acronym for CEO means Chief Empowered Officer. So now she is a coach, speaker, and online lifestyle entrepreneur who has been featured on Be Your Own UK, Essence, Thrive Global, and Univision. Let's welcome Martha Ramos to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hi, Martha. Hello, Christy. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here with you. It's such an honor. Thank you so much. I am so happy to learn about all of these amazing things that you're doing in the world and helping women of color. That is absolutely amazing and something that is really needed, really needed. So start by telling our listeners your story, your journey from working at that job of 12 years. I mean, you're pretty high powered. You're pretty up there. You climbed the corporate ladder, right? And then you were laid off after 12 years. Can you explain more about that? Well, actually, I was laid off more than once in my 12-year span working in corporate America. Let's see, I started as an eager, ambitious assistant planner at a media agency way back when, but I quickly recognized that I was maybe one of the only person of color in the room. And I also learned how people who didn't look like me were promoted at a much faster rate than I was. So slowly but surely, that kept diminishing my ambition at wanting to climb the corporate ladder and tugging at me in terms of my confidence. Like I kept losing my confidence and I'm like, but I don't understand. I checked off all these boxes. I went to school, I got the degree. I hustled to get these really good paying jobs with all these benefits. And yet I still feel underrepresented, undervalued, underappreciated. So fast forward as I kept climbing up the corporate ladder, and I'm sure some of your listeners can relate, I thought it would get better, right? I was sharpening my skills. I was, you know, doing the the professional training work that I needed to do to get better at my job. I even ended up going back to school to get a master's degree from NYU because, again, I thought I needed to, you know, work twice as hard and have the 
as many more degrees as the next person just to feel validated in the space. I know exactly what you're talking about. When I started in corporate world, I experienced, I mean, you're talking to the choir right here, but I experienced the exact same thing, being a woman of color, trying to climb the corporate ladder. When I first entered this corporation, I had a, just an AA degree. And one of the managers told me, I'm not going to promote you because you don't have, you know, you're not degreed. You don't have a real degree. And so I went back to school to get my master's degree. I came back and I said, okay, I have my master's degree. Now I'm ready. And they said, I'm not going to promote you. And through those years, I've seen so many people who are not educated, who did not have experience, climb the, the ladder one by one by one by one. And I stayed in that same position. Oh. So, <laughs> sorry to interrupt you there, but I just wanted to share that. So it, it, it happens to so many people. So many people experience this. And I think that's really not noticed. It's really not, uh, people aren't aware that this happens, but it does still in this day, in year 2021, it's still occurring. And let me tell you, thank you for sharing that because that tugs at my heart. And I know that it has a lot to do with systemic racism and discrimination. And I almost want to challenge if it's self-awareness or if it's the fact that we are taught to think that because we broke the barrier and we got the opportunity that we should just be happy and comfortable and settled. Like, I, I almost wonder if they make us feel guilty because I know this happened to me where there were times that I felt guilty for wanting more, for wanting something else, you know, and wanting to escape that. But then I had to think about, oh, wait a minute, Martha, you're an immigrant here, right? Like I was born in Dominican Republic. Your parents just worked in factories. So why shouldn't you just be happy at the fact that you got this opportunity in corporate that not too many Latinos have? So there was always that constant fight with feeling guilty for wanting more, but yet recognizing that I was being undervalued and underappreciated. So that was always like a constant tug of war. So I don't know if any of your listeners has ever felt that way or is feeling that way now, but one of the things I will tell you is, yes, I had some incredible opportunities. I mean, I worked for people in Espanol magazine. I got to walk red carpets. I got to meet Oprah, who's like my idol. But yet all of those great opportunities still did not equate to the misery that I felt being a woman of color in corporate and how unhappy I became and how depressed I became because I felt I was losing, losing myself in the process. I think for you and me as well is that you have, we have a drive, we have an inner drive that wants to be more, wants to do more. And when we're stuck, I was stuck there for nine years in the same position, doing the exact same thing. When you know that you are destined to do more with your life than just be in that one position, that you can't rise higher and people are holding you back like this cloud is holding you back and you have no power over them to excel. I mean, that, that right there breaks a spirit. And that's when my spirit was broken. My confidence was completely gone at that time. And I had to rebuild. And so how do you rebuild? I mean, you're doing a lot of huge things now. And you let go of that life and build a new legacy for yourself. So interestingly enough, when I was let go yet again, it was shy of my 40th birthday. And at that point, I had made a decision of, okay, Martha, 
you are you were just let go you were an associate director making six figures you know all these fancy titles and everything that came with it who are you at the end of the day so when i was let go and i was like okay ageism is about to play a part because the sister is about to turn 40 knowing damn well the advertising space is you know a younger younger generation that tends to hold these positions you know there's colorism there's racism there's all these isms that are going to start taking control of what you can and cannot do in this space so what are you going to do about it so lo and behold after spending the entire weekend crying my eyes out and feeling sorry for myself i quickly realized that those circumstances don't define me the fact that I was let go, that does not define me. It's what I choose to do in this moment that is going to define how I move forward. And what I chose to do was just take some time off, not necessarily start looking for another job, because let's be honest, I was not happy 100% to begin with. And I went on this whole self-discovery journey. And along the way, I started to show myself a little bit more self-love, self-compassion. I started digging deep in terms of reminding myself of who I was without the fancy titles. And what I realized was like, oh, wait, Martha Ramos, you are a badass. You're smart, you're capable, you're resourceful, you're resilient. You're, you definitely have what it takes to, to be successful. You've already proven that to yourself. So why not take a step back and figure out what can you do with your skills, your natural strengths, your education, your experience, and package that into a business. And that's exactly what I did after, you know, a couple of months of journaling and meditating and, you know, listening to gurus like Marie Forleo and Tony Robbins and really stepping into that role of, wait a minute, so you mean to tell me that people get paid for this and that I can help other women of color who might be in the same position that I was? Oh, sign me up. Absolutely. It kind of goes in the lines of, what do you bring to the table? You bring your own table, right? You bring your own table. And what didn't work out for you, you created your own CEO, your own business. Okay. If no one else is going to advance you, you advance yourself. And you did that. And now you're bringing a lot of other women along with you. So explain this chief empowered officer. Where did that come from? Oh, my God. I think I was daydreaming one day and I was sitting. I don't I can't remember if it was during my going through my master's program or at a job. And I just wrote down chief empowered officer. And I'm like, oh, I like the sound of that. So I always kept that notebook hidden somewhere. And then all of a sudden, when I decided to start my entrepreneurial journey, I said, you know, Martha, what's made you so successful in your career and and in life is that you've always felt empowered, right? You've always been ambitious. You've always been independent. You've been taking control of your destiny since you were young. And I'll tell you, a quick little little story. So when I was in elementary school, I had a teacher who once said to me, oh, Miss Ramos, like, I think it was like a, a show 
show and tell in elementary. Don't worry about going to college because the most you'll ever be is a housekeeper. And I'm like, no, like I want to go to college and I want to become a professional, right? But I was so young that I didn't realize that she was planting a seed in terms of keeping me in what society thought Latina women did for a living. And I understood as I got older that a lot of times, a lot of the jobs that Latina women held were being maids and housekeepers. So I was like, no, wait a minute. I have control of who, what, when, where, like I have control over that. So ever since then, I've always been empowered to go after my dreams. And I said, hmm, wouldn't it be nice to teach other women how to become the chief empowered officer of their life, of their business, so they too can feel empowered to achieve these big dreams or goals that they have for themselves without letting other voices telling them what they can and cannot do. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And I think that goes for all women. I remember being told, you know, women are supposed to be in the house cooking, cleaning, taking care of babies. And I said, oh, no, that's not me. Absolutely not. <laughs> I have big goals and I have a destiny to create for myself and my, you know, my, my family. And it's unfortunate that people say those things because they don't understand the hurt that it creates inside. Right. And it takes a strong person to really like not even listen to that. And to keep moving forward because they know they have something, another voice inside of them, not the negativity, but another voice inside of them that says you can do it. You can be something. You can be empowered. You can be a leader. You can be whatever you want in this life. And that's one thing that I tell my uh, little nephew. He is uh, Filipino and African-American. And I tell him, hey, you're going to be you're going to be next president. You're going to be a Filipino president in the United States of America. But it's so great to instill that into small children because they don't. Because if you don't, that can keep them low, you know, low and stagnant in their life. And they have enough of that. You know, when you start working, like we just talked about, you have enough of that. You don't need that anymore. And so I love that what you're doing uh, to help women of color all over the world, because we are we are pushed back. We are put back. We're put on a in a box that says, oh, you can only do this. You'll only be this. You'll only amount to that. And we have to create the strength and the power within ourselves to, to stand up for ourselves and say, hey, you know, I'm better than that. And I'm going to be whatever I want to be. And I'm going to work hard for it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to bring other women and people along for the ride. So great. Now you are a coach, you're a speaker, you're an online lifestyle professional. Share a little bit more about what you do, Martha. So I have this signature framework, right, called the CEO method. And I really believe that it's the foundation to help, you know, people learn how to coach themselves, right? Because I'm a big believer that you are the expert of your life, right? So I take them through this process of, I'll tell you what the C, the pillar of C is cultivating a strong sense of self. It's being very self-aware of who you are at the core what your values are, what your strengths, your skills, your natural talents are, that all falls within cultivating a strong foundation of who you are. Then it's the mindset, right? And you and I, you, I, I feel like this is work that we are constantly doing. Like every time you're trying to elevate yourself to the next level, you have to keep elevating your mindset. 
because those stories, what I call those bullshit stories, they're always playing somewhere behind on your subconscious level. So you constantly need to do the work to remind yourself of what you're capable of. And then O is about owning your story, right? And owning your power and owning your your capabilities and owning your failures, right? A lot of people, oh, you know, you were let go. Don't you feel like you're such a failure? And I'm like, no, failure is just a moment in time. It's just a circumstance. Those are things that you can literally take into, how should I say this? Like being an ally. And then what what you should be asking yourself is, what can I learn about myself in this moment? And then owning that. So that is the CEO method. And it's how I help these women, you know, become confident and empowered and committed to taking actions towards their big dreams, because that is something that we still have control of. Now, yes, people are going to say, oh, but, you know, we're in a pandemic and, you know, yes, there are a lot of things that we can't control, but I feel like our story our mindset, our sense of self, those are things that we have the power to control and no one else. Right. And it's very important to learn to be flexible, be flexible. Hey, pandemic is here. Businesses are shut down. Companies are shut down. People are being laid off. Hey, there's this thing called social media. There's over 3 billion people. Learn something new. Learn a new trait. Get yourself out there and keep moving forward. Do not stop. I think that's the main thing. So when you meet a new new business owner, how do you help that person to develop the, uh, I guess you could say, motivation, the uh, skills that it takes to be a chief empowered officer? It definitely has to do with vision, right? Like a lot of people talk about goals. I want to talk about the vision that you have for yourself. So for me, if you have a big vision in terms of what you want your life to look like, what you want for yourself, that is going to be motivating in itself, right? Because goals, yeah, if you have a goal of getting, I don't know, two more clients, great. You know what you need to do. And if it doesn't happen, you know where you need to work in terms of, like you said, being flexible and switching strategies and stuff. But when you have a vision and it is so deep in your core and you know that that is something that you're meant to do, it doesn't matter what obstacles or roadblocks are thrown in your way. You are going to stay motivated because of that vision that you have for yourself. So a lot of times is having people create a vision. And I remember having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine and she said, those are not questions or or things that were taught to us. I didn't, to have a vision, no. I was just taught to go to school, get a degree, get a good job, like checking off the boxes, these goals, but I was never taught to think about what I wanted my future to actually look like in the form of a big vision. So that is something that I like to take people when they first come to me. It's let's talk about that vision. What do you see for yourself? Wow. I love it. Absolutely. Your vision. Wow. Everyone needs to have a vision. (laughs) If you're listening, write down your vision, write, write that down. So that was one of my 
plans to do uh, on my to-do list today. It's right out my vision on this wall here and what I want to do in the end of the, to 2021 and what are the steps I need to do to take, to get there, right? And we have to always keep our vision in front of us. Now, Martha, can you let the listeners know or leave them with three tips, three tips that they can take with them right now? You kind of touched on it a little bit previously, but three solid tips on how they can be a chief empowered officer right now. Again, the CEO method, cultivating a strong sense of self. So I would tell people to start by figuring out what their core values are, what those non-negotiables that you, you stand for, and being in alignment with that. What are your values? What do you stand for and being in alignment with that? So, for example, integrity is one of my core values. And, you know, working in corporate America, there were certain things that were that felt to me were out of integrity, whether it was charging a client a higher fee than we were supposed to, that to me didn't feel right. So I was out of alignment with my core value. So now in my business, I have to be very intentional about everything that I do has to come from a place of integrity. Awesome. 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 So have strong sense of self, create your core values and be non-negotiable and also be in alignment with yourself. And what you're doing because you're out of alignment and when you are feeling uneasy about something or feeling that it's not ethical, uh, things are not going to work out for you. So just make sure that you're working to the best and the greatest good of yourself and for everyone else involved pretty much. Right. Absolutely. And, and because you're you know, your your beautiful podcast is all about being seen and stuff. Self-love is the secret I feel to like overcoming anything and everything. It's having that strong self-love for yourself and not wanting to be, you know, validated or having that love come from someone else, but having that love come from within. I think that's one thing that all women need to spend some time and learn how to do. I know that's that's when a transformation started in my own life. It's when I took a step back from everything and worked on loving Christy. When I worked on loving Christy, then that's when I just started to set my own boundaries of what I would take and what I will not take. Okay, mm-hmm. understand my worth and my value and accept that and love who I am and be okay and comfortable with who I am in my own skin. Because so many years prior, I had so many insecurities about how, how do I look and you know, am I fit enough or will they like me or were they judging me or you know, all these things that are pretty much insignificant. It's all about me, taking care of me. And now when you get to a point when you don't care if you're accepted or not, you come in a room, you find friends. You know, you don't, you're not going into a room wondering, oh, who's going to talk to me? Who's going to come up to me? You go in a room and you choose who you want to spend time with and who you want to network with. That's when you're going to feel empowered. Yes. Love yourself. So, Martha, what are you up to next? What is the next step? What is Martha doing in her business, in her life, and it's coming up in the year 2021. Wow, I feel like 2020 was, is like such a blur. And I'm like, okay, in 2021, obviously I learned that no matter how much you plan, God has other things for you. But my goal this year is to A, launch a podcast and, as, and also a membership. And I want this, you know, the Audacious CEO Club 
to be for women of color by women of color. And it's all about me taking my purpose and my passion of personal development as well as business acumen and really helping these women step into their CEO role, right? So really stepping into their power and being the chief empowered officer of their life and their business. Awesome. I love it. I absolutely love it. So we will be seeing a lot of Miss Martha in the next year and many years past that. So keep in touch. And how can people find you, Martha? So I usually tell people they can visit, you know, my website and learn more about me, which is MarthaLRamos.com. Um, and if people want to hang out and get social, uh, my jam is in is on Instagram, which is MRamosOfficial. Um, and I don't know, if Christy, if you're going to have these in the show notes for people to get. But yeah, it's either going to my website and learn more about me or let's hang out on social media. I sure will. I will add both of those links to your to your um, description of your podcast. But I truly, truly enjoyed you being on this show and adding a lot of value because women of color need it. You know, we all need it, right? And to have a platform and have a person who is so dedicated to helping people from all over the world to really step into their power and love themselves and create their own legacy, right? And not let anybody stand in the way of that. Amen. <laughs> You're doing big things. And again, I thank you so much for being on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I love it. Thank you for having me. It was such an honor. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.